Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part for your local mediocre internet show i'm sitting here sitting over there at the helm today big haircut <laughs> it's a dutch to the dorks to ashley pickle howdy i did get a haircut and you noticed which was good job right good job hey like i have me. i have respect for you for that a lot of people don't notice especially because like it wasn't like a super drastic change but when up, you so. are married mm-hmm. for as long as i've been married and you've been like you know with a girl for as long as mm-hmm. you've I've been with Tep Wife, like I'm well trained. Yeah, I was gonna like say, it. yeah, go go, Jen. She she, she got oh, a good one there. Yes, so. she has cracked the whip. <laughs> um, yes, do we have first fourth through the door? We sure do. Uh, Ed McElroy, Daniel Agnew, Rob Hadaway, and Derek English, who I really liked his intro comment. He said it's Friday's Eve. Woohoo! It is. Which. Yeah, Thursday's a Thursday's a good day because you like get to look forward to Friday. Yeah. Like it's not here, it's not like happening. It's just like you get a little, you get pumped. That's my opinion. That's my take on Friday. Yeah, Hot I still gotta go. I still gotta go work tomorrow. Yeah, but it's Friday. Fridays are good. Mm. Oh, okay. Agreed. Disagree. Uh, and <laughs> saying to my right, the Tim to my Eric. It's a <laughs> What's up? That that doesn't really like you could be either. Yeah, that's fine. It's but not real, no insult or Eric's. I don't. Uh, I don't. Um, I almost never notice when you get a haircut. Sometimes I do. Rob does. I mean, Rob that's does. Just natural. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I got my uh, haircut like last Thursday. That's just. Oh crap. <laughs> we spent, we spent well, like you all like weekend a ponytail together. Or you had it up yesterday. You had it like a headband or something uh, yesterday. I had a headband. Yeah. Bang. Woo. Let's go. Still Let's on go. it. Still <laughs> doing good. Today is Thursday, February 13th, 2020. Ooh, Thursday the 13th. No, that doesn't work. 287 days until Thanksgiving, episode 903. 903, this is the Jim Rowland episode. He appeared in five games for the Texas Rangers in 1972. So there's that. On today's show, friends, we are going to... There's a piece that's going to go up this afternoon, and you're going to get a sneak peek at it because you're listening to Texas football today. Woo-hoo. Uh On the winningest Texas high school football districts 
in the state of Texas. I'll explain what that means coming up here in a minute. And then back half of the show, in College Station this past weekend, we caught up with the head coach of the Dripping Springs Tigers, Old Drip. Uh, it is uh, Galen Zimmerman. Uh, we're going to hear about uh, Dripping Springs coming up here at the back half of the program. You do not want to miss that. Uh, do I have any announcements? Uh, I guess we're off you next Thursday and Friday. Well, you're not here next Thursday and Friday. I think I'm we're going to have a show at least next Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. A uh, vote in our – I retweeted it, and you retweeted it too. I did. Uh, vote for our DCTF movie of the month. You got one day left, month. so like you got you to gotta like – it's on Twitter. Um, the four movies, if you missed it, were, let me see. Uh, let's see. They are Necessary Roughness. That's a Scott Bakula joint. Uh, it's also got Jason Bateman in it. Very young Jason Bateman. Shot at uh, Fouts Field. And Sinbad. And uh, at UNT. Uh, the Garbage Picking Field Goal Kicking Philadelphia Phenomenon. That was a ish recommendation right yeah, there. Cool. <laughs> Got a Tony Danza head over my, here. My 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 Disney original uh, Disney Channel original movie heads know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the replacements, Keanu Reeves and uh, uh, Gene Hackman, mm-hmm. and any given Sunday, uh, Al Pacino, LL Cool J, Jamie Fox, Cameron Diaz. Uh, that got um. That's a hell of a cast. There's another guy who's in it. Um, Say it again. James is James Woods in that. Mm-hmm. Any given Sunday. Uh, that's good he might point. be. I think James Woods is in there. I've got James Woods. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow, that's a, a re- that's a reference. That's I've a throwback. <laughs> Family throwback. guy. Okay. Uh, so vote online on he is in it. the DCTF. Bang. All right. <laughs> for the DCTF football movie of the month. We will review it on the last Friday of the month, which is Friday, uh, February 28th. Uh, so two weeks from tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's a leap year this right, right? Oh, yeah. One more thing. Uh, yeah, it's a leap year. So the 29th is Saturday. Cool. One more thing. For those that this matters, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Okay? If that matters in your world, let's make sure that you're alive on Monday to be here for the show. Okay? So, (laughs) do what you need to do. Okay. Let's talk about a piece that I've got coming up on TexasFootball.com, the winningest Texas high school football districts, uh, the new, new districts. So, there is a lot of different ways to break down the, the UIL realignment, right? The new districts are out. The new regions are out. We're trying to figure out what the toughest districts are. And there's a lot of different ways to do it. You wrote a piece on TexasFootball.com that mm-hmm. was pretty subjective. You were mm-hmm. just like, I'm going to look at these districts. Yeah. And I'm going to find the districts that I think are the toughest. Right. Right. Um, and just using your expertise, knowing mm-hmm. Texas high school football and knowing, you know, being, being in the Texas high school ball world as long as you have. That's a good way to do it. Another way that we did it was we took our computer rankings and we really went through the data and we averaged out their ratings and we figured out which district had the highest overall rating and stuff like that. And that was a pretty good way of doing it, too. There were some that we agreed on, some that we disagreed on. Mm -hmm. But that's the value of it. But sometimes you just need to think simply. You just need to – because the name of the game in football is winning. Winning the game. Whoa, really? (laughs) You play to win the game, as a great man once said. So, here's what we did. And here's what I did. Well, last night, I got my spreadsheet. You're like a little Excel nerd. I love Excel. You, you are. I do you love me Excel some Excel. Nerd. I am. Um, sometimes it drives me nuts, but I do love Excel. Anyway, I got my little spreadsheet. And I went through. And all I did, this is real simple. Real simple. I just took the number of games 
that each team won last year in 2019. Mm -hmm. And then I added them up for, it got a total for each district, right? And then I just divided it by the number of teams in the district. Okay? The average number of wins for a district. That is, I, I freely recognize that that is not, uh, that there are some flaws in that, right? Yeah. That, for example, if you play, if you played in a super duper duper weak region, mm -hmm. and you just had the best district in your region, then maybe you got to dominate that. That's fine. But, at the same time, I also think that everything more or less comes out the wash. And I got to tell you, when I looked at these numbers, I do feel like we have a pretty good, it's a pretty decent gauge of what some of the best and toughest districts, or at least deepest districts, in the state are. Because that's the biggest thing that, that this measures is, and I think one of the things that people got caught up on with our computer rankings things was... Um, if you have one really bad team in your district or two really bad teams in your district, it'll drag it down. It doesn't matter how good. Oh, it that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That was right. That was the, the biggest thing, like with District 11, 6A. I think that's why it was on the list of the toughest districts in by the computers. Mm -hmm. or, I'm sorry, by by, by your subjective by me. measure, yeah, yeah. and not on the by the computers because mm -hmm. for you, you are looking at that with some level of nuance, and right. you're going, "Oh, wait, look at these teams at the top." Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're saying Duncanville, DeSoto, Cedar Hill, Hewitt Midway, these really, really good teams. Lake Ridge on any given year. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And, and you're you're not wrong for that. Computer sees Waco, Waxahachie, Strong. That's exactly yeah. right. They see those at the bottom mm -hmm. and they drag it down. Yeah. So this is going to be a little bit more. I think this is actually a nice meeting point mm -hmm. in the middle. So I've got the top five up. We'll, we'll have a, a whole thing on TexasFootball.com with the toughest ones. But we have the top five. Uh, toughest districts in, in Texas high school football, uh, or at least as far as winningest districts. The fifth winningest district with 8.8 wins per team, an average of 8.8 wins, is District 21-6A. That is Galena Park North Shore, Atascacita. I think it's easy to see that, right? Mm -hmm. Because helped out by that, and I think the real low-key like um, like reason that this is uh, this was so, so tough is... You've got a team like Umble, which was a 10-win team a year ago, right? You've got you've got teams that were really really good. You've got uh, uh, Beaumont Westbrook, which was a nine-win team. Mm -hmm. uh, C.E. King was a seven-win team. The, there were only two teams that were under 500. One of them was Summer Creek. They were four and six. Yeah. There was Kingwood, and they were five and six. Like they made the playoffs. And so with 8.8 .8 wins per uh, per uh, team, they, District 21-6A is the fifth winningest district. Fourth winningest district. I'm going to six man. 11-1A Division One. This one surprised me. This is the Blum District. Blum. Blum. We love Blum. The state champions, of course. Blum. This is their district that they're in there with Milford, Avalon, Covington, and Bynum. Uh, first and foremost, there was only one team in that district that didn't make the playoffs, and that was Covington, and they went eight and two. Hmm. Right? Like, talk yeah. about just losing the wrong two games. Right. So, everyone else, you've got a 13-win team in Blum, an 11-win team in Avalon, uh, and then Bynum, and, Bynum and, and Milford went 7-4. and four. So, very strong, top-to-bottom, District 11-1A Division One. They're the fourth winningest district. The third winningest district, going to 4A. District 5-4A Division One. This is the La Vega district, mm -hmm. but... This is a super deep district as well. 
You've got La Vega, 14 wins. Obviously, I don't need to introduce you to them. Right. <laughs> Brown would win 11 and 1. 11 and 2, rather. Then you add in two nine win teams in Alvarado and Midlothian Heritage. And your two other teams are Waxahachie Life, who went 7 and 4, and Stephenville, who went 6 and 5. There are no losing teams in that district. All six of them made the playoffs last year. In fact, only one of them, Waxahachie Life, didn't win a playoff game. As a result, they come out with 9.3 wins on average in District 5, 4A, Division 1. Number two on the list, we're staying in 4A, we're staying in 4A, Division 1, and again, one that we, I think the numbers and, and subjectively we agree on, 15, 4A, Division 1. Absolutely. This is the that Corpus Christi, Southeast Texas district mm-hmm. where you've got Cal Allen, Calhoun, Corpus Christi Miller, Beeville Jones, Allison Toloso Midway. And a lot of that is those top five. You've got a 12-win team in Cal Allen, a 12-win team in Miller, an 11-win team in Beeville Jones, and two 9-win teams in Calhoun and Alice. Mm-hmm. And even that other team, Toloso Midway, and I, I, I know I've banged this drum before, they were not lunch meat last year. They were 4-6. Yeah. and six. Right. And so whereas, yes, they're the weakest team from a winning percentage uh, district, uh, in that, or winning win total in that district, that's still pretty strong, and that doesn't drag you down as far as you'd think. And Cal Allen just dropped down. So Cal- that's, oh, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cal Allen tougher. drops down. Calhoun drops drop down, down. Miller drops down. All of them drop down with the exception of Beville Jones, who is an 11-win team. team. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what's incredible is that really that might be underrating the district, this type of thing, because these are drop-downs. They, these guys did it at the 5A, 5A level. level. Right. They're winning mul- d- double-digit wins. That's the interesting thing. But the winningest district with 9.8 wins on average, which is insane. Do you have a guess? We need my soundboard. Yeah, I don't know if I have a really good guess. Because like, I feel like it could be... Uh, uh, my head's going to like... I'm trying to figure out which... Um, the. Do you, want a, do you want a hint? Is it, is, is it a district in Region 3? No. No. Region okay. 4. And think about four. which division Region 4 is such a monster. 2A. Mm-hmm. 2A, D1. Oh, 2A, D1. 2A, D1. So Let's go! It, hold up, hold up. Let's see. One. He's looking at, look the at it right now. Yeah, I'm just gonna look. Yeah. Yep. Thirteen. Uh-huh. Thirteen. There, there we go. go. District thirteen two A division one is the winningest district in Texas high school football. The new district, uh, and it's easy to see why. Four ten win teams, including Shiner twelve wins, mm-hmm. Gedado ten wins, Weimer ten wins, Flatonia eleven wins. And by the way, the other team in that district is Schulenburg, and they went six and five. Mm. So you're talking about a team, uh, a district where you're talking almost ten wins on average yeah. for those teams. That is a ridiculous district, and another one where I think the numbers and the subjective measures kind mm-hmm. of line up because sure. it's easy to see that and be like, oh yeah, you've got a bona fide state championship contender mm-hmm. uh, in in Shiner. Mm-hmm. You've got a three A drop down in Ganado. Uh, you've got a a promotion in Flatonia. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you've got another strong drop down that even you know you look at Schulenburg. They're six and five. They're six and five in three A Division two. Right. Yeah. I was see off the top of my head. I was thinking twenty one six A. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Westbrook, North Shore, yeah. Tascasita. I was thinking off the top of my head, so that's why I asked if it was in Region Three. Um, but no, I mean, obviously, you look down to, golly, two A Division two, two A Division one. Um, 
And it's hard to get out of it. I mean, say, the moment you said four. Region 4, right. I was like, that's got to be 2A Division. There yeah. were, There's no, like, that is the... If you're interested, and I'll have this in the, this piece up on Texas Football to come in a moment. There were three other districts that had won at, that averaged at least eight wins uh, on average. One of them, let me pull this up and make sure I get this right, uh, is District uh, 3, 4A Division 1. A lot of Division 1 love here. 4A Division 1 love. Mm. Uh, as uh, when you take a look at, let me see what district is that. Uh, uh, three four A Division One is the come on, come on Excel. Uh, that's the Canyon, Canyon yeah. Dumas, Hereford, Pampa district. Yeah. Uh, and so you you are looking at an extremely difficult district. Uh, that one is Dumas, Pampa, Canyon, Hereford. That also benefits because there's only four teams, mm-hmm. right? And so you're dividing it a uh, fewer ways. Uh. 1-1-A Division One is another one, and that's one that I don't think is getting enough attention. Uh, but that is, you've got a district, uh, you've got uh, McLean, White Deer, and Turkey Valley, uh, who are very solid. You're adding in Happy, who's very good, and you're getting Claude, an 11-man drop down to 6-man. So that's going to be an extremely difficult district. The other one that averaged 8 wins uh, is in 2-A Division Two. That would be District 10. 10-2A Division 2 is the other one. That is the district with uh, Mart, Bremond, Chilton, Hubbard, Wortham, and Frost. Uh, another extremely deep Central Texas district. So there you go. With a team, I got a question. Yeah. With a team like Claude, who would who's dropping down from 11 minutes, 6 men, do they typically get a new coach when they do that? Or do they say, hey, study up, um, you're running 6 men now? Typically, typically you will see uh, – a coaching like a new coach. coach I feel right. like that's more on the coach. Coach's not wanting yeah. to coach six man. Right. Or probably yeah. Not sometimes feeling like equipped to coach. Right. Six-man. That's the thing yeah. is there are guys who are there are guys who will coach whatever they'll coach eleven man they'll coach six man and I I like asking six man coaches I'm like would you ever do eleven man some of them are like yeah you know I I'd, I'd like the challenge I'd like mm-hmm. to be able to do that but a lot of them are just six man lifers yeah. Yeah. they just want to go and do that um, it kind of depends. Uh, I don't know offhand what the coaching situation is at Claude. There's a couple of teams that are dropping to eleven or mm-hmm. dropping to six man, uh, but there's also teams that are moving from six man to eleven man. Right. So it's that's a different thing as well. So maybe they just switch coaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They can just trade. You'll have make mine a trade. And I'll have yours. <laughs> yeah, make a trade with a first round draft pick. Uh, anyway, that's going up at Texas football to comedy. Be Texas high school inside the numbers uh, piece on the winningest districts in Texas high school football. We're Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Become an insider at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Get your magazine mailed to you, your summer magazine, mailed to you early before it hits newsstands. Uh, that's my pitch for today. Yeah, also, it's Valentine's Day, so your wife yes, doesn't have to go to the store yes, to get it for you. <laughs> get it for yourself and say that you did it for your cool. sweetheart. <laughs> That's the biggest It's a foolproof plan. It really is. Love advice brought to you by Texas Football Today. (laughs) And as a romance expert, Ashley Pickle would not lead you wrong. Right, yeah. In College Station this past weekend, uh, we were at the Lone Star Clinic talking with a number of coaches around the state. One of them, love catching up with Galen Zimmerman, the head coach at Dripping Springs. Uh, Big year ahead for the Tigers. Here's our conversation with Dripping Springs coach Galen Zimmerman here on Texas Football Today. Hey, it's Matt Stepp with Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at the Lone Star Coaches Clinic in College Station, Texas. Here with the head coach of the Dripping Springs Tigers, Coach Galen Zimmerman. Uh, coach, appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us. I oh, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, first off, a great great clinic again this year. Uh, the, the Coach Zerline and, and his crew have done a great job with the overall, putting together a great speaker list. Why, why is this one of the best clinics uh, to come to? Well, I think, you know, 
the format is one of them. They get, like you said, they get great guys to come here. Uh, and then the format uh, of how they have it set up, offense and defense, you know, going at the same time, the, uh, the breakout sessions. And then, you know, this is one of those clinics where you can just grab a coach and it's either high school or college and just sit down and talk ball. And so just kind of the setup they have, I think, makes it uh, great for learning. Have you uh, busted out the napkin and drawn some plays up yet? Uh, not the napkins yet. You know, you kind of do it in the air sometimes, but you always got your pen handy. For sure. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's look back on, on, on the last season, and your, your squad went 9-2 and two a year ago. Uh, you know, another, another good year. You guys are right, all, always in the playoff mix in Austin. Uh, when you look back at 2019, what are some of the things you're most proud of with your ball club? Um, well, with this group right here, you know, I think we, uh, we exceeded expectations. You know, not ours, but I think, you know, within our community and everything ours, like that. Ours? Well, <laughs> mine and the players. Yeah. You know, but, but we, uh, we really, they, they just played. It was a fun group to coach. I, I think that's what I can say. They, they really enjoyed being together. They practiced extremely hard. It was just a fun group. And, and uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of dudes, but we had great high school football players. And uh, it really was the epitome of what you like to see as a team. And so that, that's, why the, that's why they were successful. All right, now realignment just happened. Uh, overall, was it what you expected? Talk about your new district a little bit and kind of what kind of challenges uh, you have to face in 2020. Uh, I think it was really what we expected other than um, uh, the Harlandale schools, Harlandale and McCollum coming in, but the rest of them between Austin and San Antonio is kind of where we thought we were going. Um, a little bit familiar, you know, Seguin's been with us for a while, and then uh, we've been playing Canyon uh, and, and Hayes being in the same, you know, county. So we, uh, you know, we kind of expected it, and some of those guys I know, but it's going to be fun getting to know a few new coaches, um, and the challenges is just the space, I think. We're going, we're going to drive a while. Yeah. I mean, I know people in West Texas don't, you know, they're like, whatever. But You got traffic to deal with, though. Yeah. You, got, you got that Central Texas traffic. But, uh, but we're excited. You know, it's something new. Um, you know, we kind of seem like we bounce back and forth between going north, going south. And, and so uh, we're going back south this, this year. Now, are your coaches, uh, your coaches that are in the press box, does Tiger Stadium still have the best press box spread around? Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting for you. You guys to come on out and get you some uh, catfish. Catfish in the press yeah. box. Catfish yeah, in the press box. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you get a Thursday game, I mean, I think Tepper. You know, you might get an appearance on television as Greg Tepper. Well, you know, at, at a one school town, Thursday home games are hard to find. I understand. Yeah, a little tough. A little tough. We'll make that happen. Uh, final question for you. Look, looking at your ball club in 2020, it's still early off season. You got you got to go through the whole off season. But when you look at what's coming back, what are some areas that you feel good about uh, in your ball club in 2020? Well, we were a little bit inexperienced this year, and so that was kind of part of it, uh, unsure. But we've got a lot of kids, uh, especially on the offensive side, coming back. So there's a little less unknown. So I really feel good about that. And, and just the fact that, the, you know, there's excitement. We've had a great offseason. Um, even with, we've got multiple sport kids. So we've had 30 of them in wrestling that will be coming back. And we've got a bunch in ba baseball and basketball. So our kids are busy. Um, they're getting better. Uh, and, and they're competing. And so we've had, you know, over 100 out at track practice. So we're, we're just excited because uh, there's excitement for those kids to get better and get back on the field. Coach, appreciate your time. Uh, congrats on a great 2019 and uh, good luck at 2020. Appreciate it. Thank you. There he is, Galen Zimmerman, the head coach of the Dripping Springs Tigers, uh, joined Matt Stepp there at the uh, Lone Star Clinic in College Station.
I think I'd run off to get coffee at that point. That's I think that's the yeah. one interview I didn't do. Yeah, that was the only interview as you were off doing coffee and Zimmerman had cut, he went he was going to do it earlier but we were busy with someone. So when yes. he came back we were like, "Well, we're not going to make him wait." Step got step got excited, I think. Yeah. He was pumped. So he was ready to go. Anyway, uh, appreciate coach Zimmerman uh, hopping on with us and, and uh, excited to see what his Tigers do uh, in 2020. After a nine and two year that I think ended in disappointing fashion, do you remember who they lost to in the first round of the playoffs? No, no, no. Would you remind us? Oh, it looks <laughs> like um, oh Maynard. Oh yeah, they did. Who? Do you feel oh, bad? Never, never heard. Not of at all. <laughs> two years in a row, by the way. <laughs> oh, flex on him. That is uh, but no big deal. anyway, uh, thanks to Dripping Springs coach Galen Zimmerman uh, for hopping on with us. They get dropped into um. They get dropped into uh, that that new San Antonio and Austin area district in District Twelve Six Twelve Five A Division One. That's going to be that's a bit of a hodgepodge. That's yeah. a hodgepodge district where mm-hmm. you've got a six A drop down in New Braunfels Canyon, uh, another six A drop down in Kyle Lehman. You've got some San Antonio area teams in uh, Veterans Memorial, Harlandale, and McCollum coming by, and a new school in Buta Johnson. Yeah. That is a that's a who knows district, and if you're Dripping Springs, I feel like you, you know, San Antonio Veterans Memorial was obviously excellent again uh, as well last year, but you got to feel like it's you and them probably fighting. Unless we get a big surprise from a team like Buta Johnson or, or New Braunfels Canyon, you know, or Seguin are able to put it all together. But in any case, appreciate Dripping Springs coach Galen Zimmerman hopping on with us. And now we go to Big Haircut for our second <laughs> favorite segment. Final thoughts. Is that my nickname for the day? <laughs> big. You haircut. are no longer Big Tuna. <laughs> You are big I ate tuna the first day I was here, and he's never let it go. Um, yeah, three things to remember. One, do not forget to uh, vote for the movie review. That is on Twitter. It's on Tepper's Twitter. It's on my Twitter. Sure, it's on Ish's Twitter. It's on the DCTF Twitter. You've got yeah. many options. Go vote for that. Uh, second thing to always remember, Tepper hates your favorite asteroid. That's something that I do. Today. I do. No respect for asteroids. <laughs> Bring it on, Space Rocks. Bring it on. And then... Uh, Third, if you if you didn't see my tweet earlier today, is 99 cent mozzarella stick day at Sonic. So I'm about to go get some of those. That's yeah. a public service announcement. <laughs> You're cool. all welcome. You are all welcome. It is one of the best days of the year. It comes around like once, twice, maybe three times. Hey, ish. Yeah. Ish. Let's talk in confidence here for a moment. Okay. I think mozzarella sticks are pretty overrated. It's just kind of like fried cheese. I just, I'm just okay. not. I have no what? I, I don't in the world is wrong with y'all. There's no difference between like good mozzarella sticks and great mozzarella sticks. There exactly. is. There That's definitely like, is. There's no. You're it's so all, wrong. It's all pretty. It's all pretty average. And I would say that if I were going to like get it like a triple dipper, yeah. I would probably like replace the mozzarella sticks with something actually good. Right. You're the one who said mozzarella sticks at the restaurant the other day. You ordered them. Because I'm a people pleaser. I know that people like them. You're, that is that is one that is probably like the I'm not most saying they're trash ba- I'm not, opinion that you I'm have. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not just, I want to be clear. I'm not saying they're bad. I think they're you know, it's okay. Like I'm not going to get excited about I can't remember, honestly, I cannot remember the last time I had mozzarella sticks. Well, maybe I'm, that's where you're going wrong. And I'm oh, fine. tomorrow um we're going to ask Ish the pizza question. Yes. The pizza question. Okay. That works. That's a we're good pre-show. We're going to ask you the pizza oh, question. God, I don't know what oh, we should uh, we would have we'll done it tomorrow. tomorrow. We could have had the heart-shaped pizza. That's going to do for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Yeah, I like how you push away the microphone. 
Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, csfootball.com. Thanks to Dripping Springs coach Galen Zimmerman for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.